Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Make Money Behave. I am your hostess, Maria Casillas, and I have the honor of sitting here with a great friend of mine and former coaching client, Mtisha Newbel. Mtisha is actually here today because we're going to do our interview for our business edition for tomorrow, but I thought since we have her in our presence, we might as well get all we can from her (laughs) and introduce her a little bit on the personal side today. So I'd like to welcome Mtisha to my, my office, which is kind of empty right now. Uh, We're not in the minivan today. I didn't make her come to the minivan. Uh, So you might hear a little bit of an echo. I think you guys know that I'm in the middle of a move and we just had our photographer over here yesterday. So everything that would normally be out is put away and I know that it will have an echo. So forgive that. And without further ado, welcome. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. It's been a long time coming. So glad that we're finally sitting here to talk and uncover and unpack some of this stuff. So I'm I'm just glad to be a part of your podcast. I'm a listener also, as many of you probably would suspect. Um, so just really excited to get on here and kind of share our story. So Awesome. Yeah, what you guys don't know is that Impisha and I talk at least two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we yeah. have probably recorded about, um, I don't know, 500 hours worth exactly. of podcast, but we never actually hit but record. We don't, yeah, we don't hit record. <laughs> we do not hit record. So, <laughs> so we're, we're kind of coming at it with having said a lot of stuff to each other and not knowing yeah. we don't have, you know, you guys know how I roll. I just, I don't have any notes in front of me. We're just going to make this whatever it is. So whatever is supposed to come out today hopefully you hear the out. message yeah. and and we will do that so for this short one today like I said we're going to record more about the baked chemistry which is I, I want to talk to you a lot about so tune in tomorrow if you are hearing this today um, if you want to hear the business edition but today I just want to talk a little bit about what you gosh was it four years ago now yeah that we started yeah. doing mm-hmm. personal finance Almost coaching six, yeah yeah and that was back six before in even, June oh my seriously yes I okay. think it will be six years wow, in June. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. So, Mtisha was actually one of my inaugural clients. Mm-hmm. I think when I first started, uh, we actually did some different things. We had some group coaching, which was awesome. I loved doing that. Yeah. Um, and she was one of the first maybe six couples that had yes. come. Yes. So, I've I've changed a little bit about how I approach things since then. And your story is actually one of the reasons that I changed some of that hmm. so i don't okay. know if you even know that but no, but I yeah didn't. anytime i make wow. tweaks or changes to my system it's really because i've seen what clients are going through or what's yeah. happened in their lives and Absolutely. so this is one of those things that i'm like yeah we're, we're gonna do that so today we want to talk well why don't, before we get in that why don't you tell us a little bit about why you sought out individual financial coaching to begin with because that's kind of a taboo thing for a lot of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think like seven was it 69 percent or 79 percent? i don't know a lot of americans struggle with this and very few actually reach out so what made you decide i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out so for me it was a couple of different things it was kind of three layered um it started off with um we had lost our home in our hometown of rockford illinois And it was over time, though. So it wasn't like an instant thing. When we relocated here to Arizona, we were attempting to sell our home. Um, We were not able to sell it as quickly as we wanted to, and we didn't have any potential buyers. And so what happened was is that we ended up having to foreclose. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing. Um, And so with that foreclosure, that was a brand new experience for both my husband and I, and it was scary. And it just felt like, you know what? This 
sends a message that we cannot or we should not have purchased this home in the first place. Mm. So that was the first thing. The second thing was, is just growing up, I was raised by a single parent who had a lot of times where she didn't have money to cover bills, groceries, purchase clothing and things for us. So there were some things that I saw on the front end that I kind of adopted in my own adulthood. And then there were some things that I didn't see that I think I heard about enough as I got older that I just still kind of adopted. So I had some, you know, real misconceptions and some difficult thoughts about money, I feel. And so that kind of carried in. And then the third thing, honestly, was my marriage. I wanted to make sure and I could see how some of the stuff from my childhood and growing up and growing up into adulthood just were kind of trickling into and causing some potential issues in my marriage. And so I said, you know what? I've got to undo this. I've got to unpack the reasons. I've got to figure out what the behavior is. I've got to fix this so that I don't transfer that into my marriage and I don't transfer that to my kids. So that is what really made me say, you know what? I need to come see Maria. We need to sit down and figure out what is going on and change this for good. So. I love that. I love that you, a couple things. One, you mentioned that um, the foreclosure mm-hmm. gave you a message that, mm-hmm. you know, that you shouldn't have been in that house in the first place. And that's yeah. your words, not yeah. right. not our words. But, right. but I love that because you're, I've always been, I have always ascribed to the idea that it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it, right? right? And right. that any behaviors that we do are going to give you some sort of feedback. Now, whether we decide to listen to that or not, mm-hmm. but you did. So you looked at that and said, okay, we have a problem. It yeah. Here's the problem. It's foreclosure. But what does that tell us about what we've done? You know, And maybe it was just that it was too much house. Yeah. And so if I remember correctly, you were going to look at getting another house soon yeah. before we started meeting, right? Yes. So it sounds like you were learning from the past. Yes. You wanted to make sure you didn't make those same mistakes. You didn't want Absolutely to buy more not. house than you could yes. and that kind of thing. Yes. So yes. Yes. that's yes. really cool. So I love that you, you have all of that in terms of um, what you're looking at. I'm going to challenge you for just a second and mm-hmm. you know I'm going to. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Of course, that's what, that's what, what I expect. What I'm curious about, Amtisha, is did you did you feel that way? Is that is that what drove you to pick up the phone? Because those sound like very sophisticated, <laughs> uh, well well thought out reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, because it was six years ago, right? right so you've right. had six years and countless hours of us talking. So you've right. already worked through a lot of that. And you know that that's probably the real core right. of what was going on. Right. And I'm just wondering, when you picked up the phone, did you say, I want to make sure that this doesn't you know, trickle into my marriage and I want, I'm hearing the feedback from this? Or was it like, son of a gun, I'm in some sort of pain and I want it to stop? That's what it was. I was in pain. I was in, you know, and I'm trying to not get emotional about it because it was a tough time. It was, you know, just moving here, brand new state, brand new city, moving away from from family, Mm -hmm. from friends, just from support. And it was just, it was painful. It was painful. And my husband wanted to purchase a home. He wanted something to be there for our kids. He wanted something for us to call our own. And I just took the the hurt of that experience and just said, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it better this time. Mm. We're not going to make those same mistakes. We have to be willing to unpack and uncover whatever it was 
so that we don't do that again. And I think that was the biggest thing. I had no knowledge of any of the stuff that I just blurted out a second ago (laughs) because all I knew was hurt. I knew that hurt. I knew it didn't feel good. And I knew that I sucked with money. I knew I did. And I, the only reason that I knew I sucked with it is because I had that past experience, but I knew that I had a friend that could help us fix it. And the only reason you knew we could help you fix it is because we also sucked with money. <laughs> and then you were able to share that. Yeah. You were so candid to share that. And you, you, I think at the same time, and I don't know if you really realized what was happening, is that you weren't necessarily saying do it my way, mm-hmm. but just do it. Just mm-hmm. get started. And I think that was what really pushed me to say, okay, she's not expecting me to be to have her story. Mm-hmm. She's she's not doing that at all. What she wants to do is she wants to help us. She wants to help us uncover what are the behaviors, what is the pathology, what is going on that has us looking at money the way that we were, making the decisions that we were making, and that is what I felt at the end of it. Before we got started, totally different. But mm-hmm. No, no, that's cool. That. And I think one of the biggest reasons that so you okay, I'm going to I'm going to back up a second. You know that I'm a lot less about just numbers and mm-hmm. I'm more about the behavior. And that, mm-hmm. that kind of scares some people. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, you guys who are listening, you know all that already. So, yeah. so that's really cool. Um, but so many people are like, well, what do you mean? Like the math doesn't add up. Even other coaches that I've talked to, like, how can I, how can I help someone curb the spending on this? You know? And I said, well, let's pull out the receipts from something. They're like, okay, and then we're going to add it all up, right? Like, no, 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 no. Let's not add up. We're not talking about numbers right now. Just highlight, you know, so people can see where those where they're spending in certain areas and that kind of thing. Right. Because it really is so much more about the brain than it is just about numbers on a paper. Yeah. I'm bringing all that up because you have a master's degree in counting <laughs> in as counseling well. Too. And <laughs> I and <know>. so <laughs> I think that that's one of the biggest reasons that you were able to cut through that bull crap so quickly. Yes. You yep. you mm, what's the word I'm looking for? accepted maybe yes, that it was so much more than numbers mm-hmm. and that you were willing to hop on that gravy train, yep. you know, a yes, little bit more quickly absolutely. than some people do. Absolutely. Um, but I think that's really neat that. that you, that you come from that. And I say all that also to say, you know, we can have a master's degree. We can know all about behavior change. We can, right. We can do, know all that. We can be really smart people right. and still screw and it up still with money screw it up. Exactly. <laughs> or, or with exactly. anything. And so I yes. think it's so cool that you were able to, see that six years ago and say, I'm, I'm not only willing to ask for help, I'm willing to put my pride down. Yes. Because there oftentimes is that, that pride, right? Like, especially if you're well-educated, if you make good money, make good money, right? Mm -hmm. Those are, it's like, wait a minute, I should be over here and I'm not. And so now I'm embarrassed. And so I don't want to share that information. And so I applaud you for doing that six years ago. And, uh, it was tough. (laughs) And for, and then I'm so excited to talk about what you're, what you did with that. Me yeah, too. but Me I'm too. I'm gonna save that for the next right. episode yes. because that's really exciting. I'm lo- I love where you're going with that. I appreciate you sharing this today with our listeners. Well, and thank you for having me and allowing yes. me the opportunity to say it because it was life changing. It was awesome. There is one more thing I want to pull together before we close out, and okay. that's what you and I had talked about a little bit earlier today about how today's the 14th of January. Yes, 
So I want to tell all of you listeners out there, we're about one week away from the memoriam of everyone's um, New Year's resolutions. (laughs) (laughs) So we have kind of a joke going that usually people keep those for about three weeks Mm -hmm. and then they die and we have a nice little burial for them and all that. So um, knowing that, I, I know... And I don't want to talk about this on the business edition because we're not not going there today. But since I've got you, yeah. I want you to tell me a little bit about, I know your story. You were amazingly like laser focused and ready to just hit the ground running when we first did coaching. And then this amazing thing called life happened yeah. because it always because happens. It always does. That's right. And you were forced I'll use the word forced mm-hmm. by by life, right? Yeah. To shift a little bit about your mindset and how you approached your money um, approach or how you how you worked through your money stuff. Yeah. Would you mind sharing just a bit about that? Because I think our listeners, as they, I don't want you guys to lose hope. I want right. you to realize that yes, you're coming up on week three, and you might have been amazing with all of the resolutions you set out there. You might have set really high money goals. You might have mm-hmm. said, "I'm going to behave. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to do this, this, and this." And if those things start to fall to the wayside, I think our human behavior tendency is to back off and go yeah, and to just okay, get it, do nothing. quit it, forget right? exactly, okay. just stop it all together. So in, in the interest of helping our <clears> listeners <throat> realize that they don't have to stop it all together, could you tell me some of the tweaks that you made? So we started off, after we left from your classes, we went hardcore from June until roughly... I'd say February, no, not February, March of okay. tw- of 2016. So we went pretty hard for about what, maybe eight or nine months. Yeah, yeah. And then life started happening, and I started having to try to manage our finances, manage the finances of a new business, and um, trying to be creative with coming up with ways to still have fun as a family, do things as a family. And cause it started to feel like there was a whole lot of sacrificing a whole lot of just like nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed like we spent weekends upon weekends just sitting, looking at each other. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed that a lot of the, the strictness that I placed on our finances and on our money was just like, okay, this worked to get that goal achieved, but now we're Okay. We have changed that behavior. Our bills are are paid on time. We have the groceries. We have everything. And I think that mindset was was so was there. Mm-hmm. I trusted and believed that it was there, and so I was able to release a little bit of the strangulation that I had on the money and the yeah. budgeting. And so I started thinking about ahead. Like, okay, so this is taken care of. We're doing this. Okay, so we can now start maybe saving or planning to do some other stuff as a family or doing some different things. So I think once I released the strangle, the hold on it, it made it a lot better. Okay. Um, I didn't feel like I lost the grasp of what it was that we were supposed to be doing. I The behavior I learned did not change. Mm-hmm. It didn't disappear. It mm-hmm. was still there, very much so there. And... I was able to do it. And so I think putting that on me at first was good, but then gradually realizing that life happens and it changes. Yeah. I was able to still keep those things and realize that the behavior didn't change. It didn't make me lazier. It didn't make me not want to do things. I still was very much so involved and engaged because I knew that it worked. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have to 
right. be so tight and so rigid. Right. With, yeah. Rigid is an awesome word for okay. that. Yeah. I think yeah. that's absolutely right. And back, I, I don't know, we're, we're like 15 minutes in now, but back about five, 10 minutes ago, I had mm-hmm. said that your story is one of the reasons that I shifted mm-hmm. some of what I did. And it's not just your story. It's a story of a number of clients that, right. and, and it goes back to where, you know, I was a counselor for substance abuse clients. Mm-hmm. There, there is this thing called relapse and it, it happens almost every single time because, because, well, because life happens, you know, we can't, we can't stay, we can't sustain some high level of, you know, going at it for super, super long without thinking that we're, it's like you can't like it's gonna come unraveled. At you some can't point. run a marathon and expect yeah. to not have to take a nap sometimes. Exactly. You know, like you just yep. so mm-hmm. I think what I what I'd like to do is and you have heard this a lot in the most recent episodes, is be able to just build in the naps, if you will. Yes. Right from the beginning and yeah. realize that yes, you're gonna be able to go as strong as you want to in the beginning, but you have to understand that you you're gonna have to build in that pullback. And if you don't build it in, then it's gonna come slap you in the ass just exactly. without realizing it and it's Sometimes oh. that's enough to knock people up the knees and yep. have them fall off completely. Right. So, um, right. so kudos to you for going Thank way farther you. than three weeks. You went like eight months hardcore. <laughs> I went eight months hardcore. And yeah. you know, when I look yeah. back at our story, I I say I tell people the same thing. Like we did things that were superhuman, yeah. and I don't say that as a way to pat ourselves on the back. I actually say it as a way to almost slap ourselves on the wrist. Like mm-hmm. we could not expect other people to do some of the things that yeah. we were willing to do, but we were only willing to do those things for a short period of time. And that's another yes. piece to remember, and too. And it normalized things for us, too. Yes. By you sharing that, you know, you're human. This is not a cookie-cutter way to do it. It normalized it for me, especially when I started losing steam, I felt mm. like. Or I was starting to release that stranglehold on our money. I was like, you know what? This is not supposed to be the way Maria does it. This is not supposed to be a cookie cutter, a copycat of her story. This is yes. our family. This is our journey. This is our story. And I was able to take that part about take that part out and hold on to and still just not forgetting that I had learned and I had demonstrated that we knew how to change those behaviors mm-hmm. and just keep doing it. Amen to that, sister. So, Woo! Awesome. I love yes. that. If you are listening today and you want to write your own story, feel free to email me, maria at cashinonchange.com and write, I want my own story in the subject line. Love it. And we will we'll work together and see if it's a good fit. All right, Mtisha, I'm going to close out this recording. I'm going to let people listen to this today and then we're going to shift gears and listen to all the stuff about you fake chemistry and we'll release that tomorrow you guys as always thanks for listening bye-bye